0: This podcast contains discussion of mental health and may mention alcohol and drug use as well as suicide. Check the show notes for more information and links to relevant support services. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything literally, and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. They might not solve all the world's problems from this hot tub, but a good chat with a good mate is not a bad place to start. Welcome to another episode of No Pants, No Problems.
1: I feel like we have to do a disclaimer for this episode. hmm Lee, I'm wearing pants
2: Yeah, it's unfortunate And it might sound different uh, To the people listening Because we're actually indoors um, We could take due, our due, pants due, off indoors due, but due,
1: due, due to weather Yeah The hot tub was not an option today
2: It has been fine Every day this week Until, until. I said come round at 3.30 We'll do the recording It started raining at 3.32 Exactly And I literally I had the, the equipment half set up. I saw that. Next yeah. to the hot tub. And then uh, it started raining almost literally as you walked into the door to the house. So we've moved inside. Ordinarily, we could sit in the hot tub in the rain. No problem. But yeah, It's, it's the, more the sensitive equipment that yeah, we're not allowed to get wet. It's the electronic equipment that is borderline going to get wet when Jeff drops it into the tub anyway. <laughs> that I don't want to add the you risk. You never got
1: back to me about a price. This is
2: the first episode. I'm not going to drop a towel in the tub, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, um, yeah, it, it's a bit different. I could put a sound effect of the, yeah, the spa yeah, underneath. Uh, just we need, we need, people. we
1: need that anyway because people don't believe us most of the time.
2: Yeah, we'll take we'll take a selfie next time we're in the tub yeah. with the bubbles going.
1: There so it, are, yeah. it ticks the Facebook and so Instagram we, community we, we guidelines. Don't, we don't cross the the
2: guidelines. We don't get cancelled. So week. Whatever we're up to. Nine, yeah. Yeah, in bits and pieces. But that's the wonder of uh, digital editing is that we can throw all these things together yes, and put them out so that you all enjoy it. Um, so we have had our first few episodes. We've had some feedback. We did admit at the start of episode three that episodes one and two were our tester Yeah, episodes. just
1: seeing how we go, seeing what we have in the tank.
2: And then we put that out mm-hmm. to the, the masses of... Tens of people that listened to us. <laughs> thank you. Uh, and we've gotten a bit of feedback, uh, and so this episode is going to be a little bit possibly different to three, but definitely different to one, two and, two, and one. So thank you to the listeners that have given us some feedback. If you would like to give us your feedback as well, you can always get in touch with us on the socials uh, at No Pants Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And at no pants, no problems pod on Instagram. And yeah, get in touch. Say hi. Let I, us know that you're listening. Um, so, how are you today, this week? I,
1: you know what? I'm going to spin this around and say, how are you? Because I think how am I is the episode.
2: Well, just get straight into it then. All I'm right. okay. You're my good. Thing's just going along. You're good. All We're right. getting out of lockdown, so how, I'm better. How,
1: we, we can't date this. We can't mention lockdown. Ah, uh, how, how am I? I have had a day. Do you ever wake up in the morning, your alarm goes off, and you're just like, you know what? Fuck your alarm. Fuck this day. <laughs> I haven't even gotten out of bed yet. I haven't even opened my eyes properly, and you just know it's going to be one of those days where anger controls everything and I had that day today I, I woke up this morning I my alarm went off I set an alarm for like 10 minutes later hoping like I could just get that little yep. bit of sleep and maybe yep. wake up in a better mood and then I like set the alarm to like okay now I have to like shower run to the car and I'll make it to work five minutes late yeah.
2: you know what I, I learned the other day about sleep when you wake up your cortisol levels are the highest hour for the whole day. That's the stress hormone. Right. And the anxiety hormone. Thanks for explaining that. Yeah. I just looked at you like, what the fuck are you talking so about? So, cortisol is your stress hormone. Right. So, you're at your most stressed hormonally when you wake up first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. which is why a lot of the people uh, that talk about this stuff say to try and wake up as naturally as possible, try to take your time to get into the day, not just get up, shower, coffee. Mother, in your case, no coffee, yeah. get up, shower, some kind of caffeine hit, go, which is what we yeah. both do,
1: yeah it's pretty much <laughs>
2: um but then there are, like you've said, mornings where you just get up and you feel angry at the world, and i can I say I feel a little bit responsible because the last message I sent you yesterday was. On tomorrow's episode, let's talk about anger. Yeah,
1: I think my entire <laughs> night was spent like, what am I angry about? Why, like, I, I I, have had anger and anger management issues in the past. Maybe
2: you just had the little word anger, 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 anger in the top anger, of your anger, mind anger. and your brain couldn't work out why. What was so the, you what woke was the up, pic, fuck the, the world. What was the
1: Pixar movie, Heads Up? Or... Uh, yeah, oh, what, what was called? it called? Something. Heads, something where it was like the little... People inside your head that control your emotions.
2: Why can't I remember what that Inside out. Inside out. Not even heads, up. heads up. Heads up the game that Ellen off. plays. Where <laughs> I, was,
1: have to I was way off. Either heads up way, like celebrity I, th- head. I think that little angry dude with the fire on his head just like, he's like, nah, nah, put his cigar out. I've got this. I triggered him yesterday. Night. Sorry. Good night, Jeff. I'll we'll see you in the morning.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. uh, that obviously carried through the whole day. The whole day,
1: and when you're a, when you're in my role as a teacher, yeah, I, I I walked into class today like just seething, and it wasn't anything anybody had done. I can't put my finger on what it was, but I was not a very productive teacher today. Like every, everything to, that went wrong, I was just like, you know what, you're a piece of shit. Just stop wasting my time. You Whereas, have to, and that's at some
2: level though, have a bit of the game face on. Yeah, yeah. Which I, often uh, makes uh, it harder.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I always say to my wife, like I, I, I was an angry kid. I used to like throw stuff and I used to break stuff. And yeah. I, I, I grew up in a broken home. One day, my dad said he was coming to visit and he didn't visit, so I like in the backyard with an axe chopped up like maybe what would be a million dollars worth of hot wheels cars now like I like literally I had issues like yeah. I I had definite issues I threw a, a table at a teacher at school one time and got sent home for that for a couple of days there's issues in my past that no I know I had I had problems with anger so
2: and I think a lot of guys do yeah particularly from our age and older... Yeah. You like how I say our age? Our age. Like you're no, not like, eight years old. Like, like I'm not like a decade ahead of you. <laughs> From our age and... Oh, I was going to say your age, but I decided <laughs> to be a little bit more generous. Thanks, man. From your age and up, I I think it just goes into this whole raft of things of blokes not being taught how to deal with their emotions.
1: Yeah. And I think a big, a big thing for guys... My age, is that (laughs) we didn't have ADD and ADHD diagnosis in school. Yeah, you had the shit kid. Hey, you had good kids and shit. Yeah, you had the kids that were there to learn, and you had that shit kid that was destructive in the corner. Guess which one I was. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: listeners have probably already guessed that. Yeah, I.
1: (laughs) But you know me now. Would you say I'm? Would you say I'm an angry guy now?
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say, am I a ship bloke? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's obvious. Don't have to answer that question, please. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I, wouldn't say...
1: You've seen me in situations where I've been confronted by angry people. Yes. And kept, I, I and actually, kept my cool.
2: We did talk about this uh, with a mate of ours a few weeks ago yep. about anger. Uh, and he brought up his anger issues. And you mentioned that you had had anger management
1: at a younger... Yeah, yeah anger yeah, management think about, course, course or, or, 15 or sixteen, training, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Uh,
2: at a younger age. And a couple of things did click because knowing your background, you're incredibly diplomatic and calm. Yeah. And I'm going to generalise, for someone with the kind of background and upbringing that you had. Yeah. And I think when you said, I've had the anger management training that kind of kind of clicked together there have been situations where both of us independently have been confronted and I've seen you yeah. confronted by people but yeah. we have had times together yeah where we've been confronted with the same intense angry situation yeah and we've both dealt with it well yeah and actually in a couple of instances you dealt with it better than me and without, it's, yeah. without generalizing further, I think our educational backgrounds, mine likely provided me a little bit more of that diplomacy yeah. and that ability to use words than your education okay. generally would have.
1: I'm, I'm going to explain one of the first things that I was taught in anger management that when I say it now as an adult, sounds ridiculous, but as a kid that was just angry all the time and didn't know why or didn't understand why so many people wanted to fight with me and all the rest of it, when I was very young, I was told, or not, how do I, I'm trying to put this into words that make sense to people who weren't in the situation. I, in my life, wasn't aware that people had different opinions, I literally yep. thought there was like this universal, this is how everything is. And if I said, this is how it is. And you didn't agree with me. I thought you were trying to just argue with me for no reason. Do you know what I mean? Like I thought my reasoning was.
2: You didn't think that person has a different opinion. No, you I didn't realize. That person's deliberately I trying that to say something I thought that person was opposite. deliberately
1: going out of their way to question me. Yeah, And I was like, that was my my rage would kick up and i'd be like you know why the fuck are you doing this right now like Mm. why don't you just admit that this is the status quo and we can move on and that was a realization for me when i was told no no like not everybody who tells you who disagrees with you is trying to start a fight and that was ridiculous like like now i look back and go like well i've met so many people who have so many different opinions on everything mm. across a broad range of issues, I legitimately spent the first you know ten fifteen years of my life thinking people who disagree with me were just trying to upset me, yep, and that's and that's that's hard to admit now because it sounds ridiculous, like I said, and
2: no, I actually think that there will be people out there even now listening potentially who can have had can, that experience can relate yeah and can relate to that and can yeah. think back of someone who's not put necessarily putting their their opinion forward yeah. they can often view it as they're being antagonistic by having a different opinion to yeah her, yeah rather than just simply having, simply having a, a different, different
1: opinion. opinion like and empathy is another thing that i had to learn it wasn't something that was natural in me yep and a lot of people now will describe me as one of the most empathetic people they know is like, I'll go out of my way. I'll give you the shirt off my back and my shoes. If you don't have them, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I I care more about, you have given me your shoes at some (laughs) point. It's it's very likely. Uh, I'm more worried about keeping other people happy now than myself, which is, I kind of, I, I, to an extent I've gone too far the other way. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, that's another episode. <laughs> but having said that, like I I I had to be taught that you need to care about other people. You know what I mean? Like my, my parents did a great job. There's nothing that they did wrong. It was just mentally my brain just went like like I need to fight with everyone. Like I
2: And I think that's the case for a lot of people. That, but then in that interaction, a lot of people, particularly when they're younger or haven't had as much experience, um, need to have that idea that people have different opinions and different ideas and people don't necessarily have the same upbringing and the same values as them. So it could be completely foreign to someone. Not only that, someone has a different opinion, but that someone has a different way of approaching something.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was it was it was a it was a light bulb moment in my life where I am just like, oh. And then, and then, my parents. I don't know if they thought I was stupid, or they just they look, look, they didn't think I was a dumb kid they just knew hmm. something wasn't right yeah so I, I wasn't doing well at school because literally i thought everyone was out to get me yep you know like I, I hated my teachers i had like a handful of friends that must have thought the same way as i did at the time just so, a bunch of angry boys yeah. outcast <laughs> together basically yeah it was a tech school you know yeah you know like uh, I, I I joke with my parents now. Like I, went, I go through back back through my primary school photos and my first couple of years of tech school, and I'm like, "He's dead. He's in prison. That guy's dead. That guy committed suicide. That mm. guy committed suicide." And there's like way too many suicides in that list, which is one of the reasons you and I started this podcast is because
2: there's just way too many just to in... reach just
1: to reach out to men. Just yeah. go like, "Hey, this is a conversation that people aren't comfortable having." Like, no, I, like I'm I'm a different person than what I'm talking about right now. But anyway, my parents realised something was wrong, something was off, so they sent me off for this. Like I stayed out at my auntie's house, who's like my stepdad's sister's place that I really didn't have much to do with my entire life. His whole side of the family. Yep. But I was out at their place because what I needed to go to was in Nutterwading, and it was like a a, a week long course with a company called Seek, and it was about you know seeking out mm. different ways of approaching life and blah blah blah. I've since met people later in life that went through the similar program for different reasons. And it wasn't just an anger management thing, but that's what I got out of it. If that makes sense. It was about kids that just didn't, couldn't find their their place in society. And there was, you know, probably 15 teachers for 20 kids. So it was a really good, almost one-on-one. They singled out the kids that had the anger management. And we went with, you know, this guy, Kyle, everyone else had their teachers that were, suited to what they needed out of the weekend yeah. or out of the week long course and it was really to me just realizing that other people had other opinions you need to and what i learned out of it and to, to deal with anger and i use these techniques to this day like i said today i went to work and wanted to punch holes in students so don't get me wrong there's still there's still that level of rage in me like I still have that ability to snap but I haven't in so long that I can't remember the last time I did yeah and the few times that I have and people who know me have seen it they've been scared or said we had no idea who you were at that point mm. or whatever but the techniques I use are like count to 10 you know what I mean if if someone says something to you that you instantly want to go like no fuck you this is not how this works or blah, 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 count to 10. In your head, you don't have to count out loud and look like a dickhead. Yep. <laughs> you know, just take that second to go like, hang on, my initial reaction was anger. Why? Why Why was I angry at that? And, then you, and, and the count to 10 is stop, reset. And then the next technique was, have you ever been screamed at? for anything in your life? Like, I know you have because yeah. did that make you go like, oh, that person's got a point. I know what they're talking about now. Yeah, no. no, you're just like, well, this guy's a fucking angry dick. I don't want to fucking talk to him or or, just or, gonna or, you, back. or he's going to scream back. And then it's, that's not productive. No. So the next step was you don't want to scream at somebody. Mm. You don't want to. You don't want to be that person that walks into a room and starts screaming at everybody because you know everyone in that room doesn't like that person. Yeah, whether they tolerate it or can handle it or whatever isn't the point. Deep down they don't like being screamed at. So you stop, you consider what that would feel like to be on the other end of what you're about to say, and then you think of well, what are the reasons that that person said that? Yeah, you can do this like I've like I said, I've been doing this for 30 years now and my, my techniques are now I can do it in three seconds. Yep. If you scream at me, my instant reaction is punch you in the face. All right. My body says, no, stop, reset. What are they trying to get across and break down what they're screaming at you? Don't just take it as them screaming at you. Break down. Why? If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, that's, uh, makes complete sense and in terms of your reaction there's a lot of talk about there between action and reaction there's actually a gap yeah it's like a lot of people talk about the instant reaction to something even if it feels instant um physiologically and, and in the firing of your brain there is actually a gap in and in that gap your brain makes the decision of what your reaction yeah. is going to be, and that's
1: and that's what I undertook was training at a young age to to increase that gap to the point where you're not just like there are still moments where someone will scream in my face and I want to just grab them by the throat and I know I can, like I'm a big dude, yeah. But what am I going to accomplish by that? What what is my end goal? Is my thing like?
2: And I think the the first step before the lengthening of that gap is just to be aware of that gap yeah like you said you just thought that that was the way to react to these things yeah you know and you essentially had kind of trained yourself to default to that
1: exactly yeah i don't i don't know if i trained myself to that or that's just something in my upbringing that that was acceptable but it wasn't acceptable you know what i mean like my my parents obviously recognized something was wrong so they were like, "Is like, and they they were like, I don't think my parents realized how much of what I got out of that course was to do with anger. I think they thought I was, yeah, just there to learn how to go to school better, yeah, And yep. That's and essentially my anger was the issue, yeah, yeah. But but
2: it has obviously had the long term benefits of you learning how to go through life better, yeah." And If you ask
1: my ex-wife, I'm not an expert on this. So I still have my moments of snapping and punching holes in walls and stuff like that. But you ask my current wife, she's never seen me angry or she's seen me angry but not react angrily. And I think
2: that that's a good point as well, is that it doesn't, you know, n- none of these type of things, whether there's anger management or any form of kind of interventional therapy, it's not a fix. No. It's no. a... Strategy there's no, there's, to there's, implement. There's
1: nothing that you're going to be told that is like a click and the switch is flicked and now you're a normal person. You know, I'm never going to get angry again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I don't have anger in my body anymore. Like that's, yep. that's bullshit. What it is, is how you deal with that input. Like my my body got input today. I had students in my class that literally refused to listen to me. I gave them a clear instruction on what I wanted. They did something completely opposite. I said, why did you do that? They're like, this is what I want to do. I'm like, do you want to learn or do you want to do what you want to do? And granted, like I said earlier, I got out of bed in a shit mood. So maybe the students weren't that bad today, but I was already two steps through my process of how can I make this better? I was already at don't punch that person. Yeah.
2: And it's it's probably it probably was a vibe that the kids the kids students, students yeah I taught kids you yeah, teach adults I, I do not teach kids students uh, had picked up on, and, but then you know obviously that fueled the anger a little bit more, and so you had to use those strategies yeah I haven't had any kind of formal Training. anger management. Uh, intervention or training but i i've come to the same conclusion about the pointlessness of anger yeah in like i used to get angry at things and i i, I still get angry at things
1: <laughs> i think you've told me to get the fuck out of your house three times but granted we were drunk at the time and i was probably not my best self
2: I think one of those times wasn't get the fuck out of my house. It was, you need to get back to your house now. That's probably true. (laughs) Um, And I've managed to, I think, make the peak on that anger scale frustration for me rather than full-out anger. Yeah, And things will still frustrate me, but I've managed to be self-aware enough and i've talked about my self-awareness a lot i've managed to have the awareness to understand that it doesn't benefit me to be frustrated at things yeah and because i'm such a logical person as well i was thinking when i was listening back to our previous episode how i think over the course of our episodes of this podcast the listeners will be able to see that the different way that we approach things often comes from how logical I am as a thinker. And so purely in terms of logic, I've logicked myself, which is something I say a lot. It's not a real word, but I can logic myself out of situations. And I, I logic myself into thinking that being frustrated at this has no... Benefit, yeah. Like if I'm stuck in traffic, that's something that yeah, can be incredibly this, frustrating. This
1: this helped me a lot as a truck driver. Yeah, you get guys that will get back to the yard and are just throwing shit around, and you're like, "What's wrong?" And they're like, "I've been in traffic for two hours." You're like. Yeah. Is this what help? are you gonna do about is it? Is this helping? But like, also
2: traffic is not something that you can yeah. control. You, you are
1: not stuck in traffic. You are part of that traffic. Yeah. And that's my that's where I think that's a very easy analogy that your brain can that people can understand is the difference between I am stuck in traffic as you know, everyone else in those those same cars are in exactly the same position as you. It's not like they're there to fuck you or fuck your day over or mess yeah. you mess you up. However, you want to put it. I'm sorry, I swear so much. That's right. I don't swear. I I, I have noticed that, and I I'm, I'm trying to cut down.
2: It's funny. Have we talked about? It? I think we talked about. I think it we did have a chat about off it. how it. I have switched into broadcaster mode because my broadcasting yes. experience was on community radio, where you're not allowed to swear. So if you put me in front of a microphone, I won't swear. Yeah. When we're down I, at the I baseball need, I need club, my
1: mum standing behind yeah. my microphone, and then I will not say boo. If.
2: You, if we're down at the baseball club, I will swear equally as much as you. That's true. That's true. But in front of a microphone or in yeah. front of kids, it doesn't happen. Although I have sworn a few times this episode. Yeah. But yeah, the, I have used the logical thing to either work out, is this something that I can control? Yeah. In the case of being frustrated sitting in traffic, No. I can't control that. Exactly. It is what it is. If I have decided to drive to the city and get there at 5:30, there's going to be traffic. Yeah. That's just going to be part of the the deal. Yeah. And you, and,
1: and you can you can approach that from different ways. You can leave at 3:30. Yep. Get there early, have a coffee, go see what you need to see at 5:30 nice and relaxed. Or you can leave at 5: Abuse the shit out of everyone on the road on the way. Yep, get there late and blame traffic. Whereas, or it's, you could it's, let's not
2: be in the traffic. Have a good podcast on while you're hey, sitting in the traffic. I know, then, I know a couple of good ones.
1: Yeah. One, one of them's about two blokes without pants. Another one's about two blokes talking about movies. Yep.
2: And there's oh, a friend so, of
1: ours started another one about movies, but we're not going to talk about yep. that.
2: That's one bloke and one chick talking about movies. That's the <laughs> odd one out. She's the odd one out. Damn it. I don't know if they're wearing pants though.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. <laughs> Not so, sure how many podcasts don't wear pants. Yeah. Us as liars today anyway.
2: No, well, it's a it's one out of the box. Yeah. So, she said. you can have strategies to deal with situations where there are unavoidable things that might frustrate you. Mm. And so if it's a situation where I can't control what is potentially frustrating, then I just won't get frustrated by it right. because I know I can't
1: control it. I'll, I'll, I'll take this a little bit back to to um, I'm 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 in a Facebook group which I can name, yeah. I guess the Victorian Brotherhood. Yep, yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of guys from Victoria who have got together, aware that mental health. For men, just isn't spoken about enough. It was one of the things that Lee and I finally decided hey, look, you know what? We have enough conversations about this and we talk about enough valuable information that we should maybe, you know, maybe we can help people. Yeah. By and this just group. By, just by opening up the conversation. This more than group anything. was
2: one of the groups that inspired us yeah. to do it because we, we saw a lot of posts in there of blokes that are clearly so many and there was another bloke uh another group similar that i was in that i've actually left because they've gone a bit wayward yeah yeah, yeah. um and so many of the posts start with i don't normally talk about this yeah or, i don't know how to say this yeah. or i'm embarrassed to say this and i read all of those posts and then read the post and i'm like oh Jeff just but, texted me that same, like about the same yeah, thing. Yeah. And neither of us but are my, embarrassed. My, my, what, where I was going
1: with this it. is like a lot of the posts on the Victorian Brotherhood will start with, like, hey, my partner has an AVO on me. I really just want to see my kids. Yep. Hey, my, like, I've, I've got stuff at the house, but I can't, I need to call the police so they can come with me because my partner's scared of my violence and blah, blah, yep. blah. And this is where what I've been through in my past makes me realize where I am now is different. Like a lot of guys have made it to like 30, 40 years old in life without realizing that there are other options to violence. You know what I mean? Like if you argue uh, like, oh, my wife and I don't really argue that much, but my ex-wife and I used to argue all the time. And it was a point where I knew... At, at a certain point, it wasn't about the argument. She was just pushing my buttons. You know, she she knew what to say and we've since discussed it since – I'm still amazing friends with my ex-wife. Yeah. We, we, we've discussed now and she's like, yeah, I knew once you got to that point where I could push you over the line, she knew she had control of that situation now. Now she knew I was gonna snap, I was gonna do something stupid that she can go, Well, this is why I'm doing it because you did that And I'm like, Well and and we've discussed it and we've 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 worked through it and like I've punched holes in walls, I've punched holes in doors. At one point my daughter was doing a similar thing. She was only thirteen years old or even younger. Mm. She was pushing my buttons to get that reaction because she knew once I snapped she had control. She had she could she could win that argument. She could say, "Yeah, well, you know, you if you if I get you far enough, you know, you're going to be the arsehole, You're going to be the problem." And then she wins yeah, and then the she phone. wins and she wins the and she wins the wins the day. And then I have to apologise because something was out of line that they did. Yeah, you know because they pushed me to the point that then now I'm the problem. You know, and that was and it took a lot of time for me to realise that to be able to say like no I don't need I don't want to be that person
2: and that's even after that's that's that's
1: 20 years after my teens yep. yeah that's a long time after and that was it was still an issue at the end of my first marriage we didn't we didn't split up because of my anger issues or anything like that we just went our separate ways and we're hmm. still friends now but it's to the point that we both had issues we needed to deal with but she knew she had that ace up her sleeve. That if she did something wrong, she could push me to the point that I became the problem, and then she could feel better about herself. Because and that's where these guys who have these AVOs and they want and I'm just like, be the bigger person. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I'm Lee and I'm Brett. We are
2: two brothers. We have two drinks and then we talk about cinema. So we are two drink cinema. We have two drinks. We talk about movies. We talk about other things related to movies and not so related to movies. We do go a bit off topic. Yeah. Some of those things are funny. Some of those things are less funny. Yeah. Sometimes we're serious. We're pretty funny. We are a new podcast produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. Make mm-hmm. sure you subscribe. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, and you can find us on YouTube at Two Drink Cinema. And I, I think, I think that goes right back to what I mentioned towards the start of the episode: is that guys don't know how to deal with their emotions. We're not, generally we're, speaking. Not,
1: we're not taught. No, blokes aren't taught how to deal with emotion in on any on any level. Yep. if if a girl pays you attention, you assume she's in love with you. Yeah, you know, and girls will you know just being nice and don't understand why this guy's suddenly obsessed with and her. And then the opposite end
2: of that is if a guy bumps into you at the pub, you assume he wants to fight. Exactly right. Yeah, and so, or or if a guy is in an uncomfortable situation, whether that be an awkward situation or whether that be an uncomfortably antagonistic situation. Yeah. They don't know how to deal with the emotion of that awkwardness or that confrontation and so they lash out. And I think only by like the first step of acknowledging, the first step of dealing with it is acknowledging it. The
1: first step is admitting that there is an issue there. And it's the same as everything. It's alcoholism, it's drug issues and Mm. stuff like that. If you want to address these issues and make a difference in your life, you can, Uh, but you have to make that first step of going, okay, something's wrong.
2: And I think unfortunately for a lot of blokes and a lot of people generally is that it goes, those things won't be acknowledged until they get to a a crisis point or a certain tipping point where somebody realizes, oh, I am really angry to yeah. the point of pissing people off and you know ruining relationships around me, yeah. I need to address this.
1: See, so I can, I can, I can, I can approach this from my my current my beautiful wife's Trish. Hey, how you doing, babe? She grew up with a mum who would the silent treatment was the, the yep. answer. If you if you made her mum angry, there was the silent treatment, and that was and and, and Trish has grown up. Thinking if you argue with someone, they don't love you. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So she had to always apologize and make up to be included back into her mum's life. And like, she's probably gonna be mad at me for talking about this, but it's that thing of people aren't there's no like guidebook to life on how to deal with these issues. There's no this is the right way to deal with it, this is the wrong way. If there was. There'd probably be more assholes out there who don't want to follow the rules. Yeah, but it's a conscious decision at some point to think about the other person in the situation. I guess is what I'm saying. Like I said, my my thing is I could scream at someone when I'm angry. I don't like being screamed at, so that person's not going to react in the way that I want them to by screaming at them. You need to break it down to the point of like. Okay, this person has upset me. I need to calmly explain in a way that makes sense to me and to them what's wrong with this situation and how to fix it. If you can if you can just say, I'm not happy with this situation and that person says, What can we do differently and you don't have an answer, you're just as much a part of that problem. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, it's not a, it's not a. I'm not going to talk to you until this is better. It's not a. I'm going to punch you until this is better. I'm going to scream at you until this is better. Mm. If you both can't come to an arrangement, there's a bigger problem than that issue. Does that is that?
2: That does make sense. Okay. Okay. I I think. I, I think one of the things with anger, though, is that anger is. Angers a cloud. And it clouds people's thinking because I can think of situations where I've been in the confronting situation with a person who's been very angry Mm -hmm. um, to the point of being verbally abusive and me as the
1: always diplomat. The the calmer head,
2: yeah. um, Has continued speaking calmly to this person who is incredibly worked up. And in a couple of cases, that's actually made it worse. Yeah. Because in the clouded judgment that this anger has brought on, the person has taken it the negative way. Yeah. And if you're surrounded by that negative cloud of anger, then everything coming through it is tainted by that. And so exactly. everything yeah, seems yeah, negative. Yeah. So rather than me saying, how can we fix this? Mm. That comes across as we I need to fix your anger. Yeah, and that's how this person has has, had taken it a couple of times, and it made it worse. Yeah, and so there, there is. I'm
1: not the issue. What you did is, yeah. It's like, well, what I did might not have lined up with what you were hoping would happen, but your reaction is where the issue is.
2: And so there are, are as well times of let's not deal with this now. Calm down. Come back to it. And I've found that a number of times with Shane. Yeah. I can tell now after this many years together when Shane, who's a little bit more of the angry redhead. (laughs) um, God bless him. Yeah. I can tell when the the frustration or that... It's it's very rarely full-blown anger. Yeah. When that frustration is starting... To appear, I know that anything conversationally that happens from this point yep. is not going to be productive. Yeah. So I will divert or I will shut down the conversation or move on to something else in order to avoid that. But we'll do another episode on communication at some point because I see that as a, a big issue. Oh, 100%. But I will then, at a calmer point, Bring it up and be like, "Hey, we're going to talk about this. Let's talk about." There's, there's this. also there's
1: also a bit of a trap in that, in the fact that you don't want any time you're having a good time with a partner that there is issues with. You don't want to go like, "Hey, now that you're in a good mood, let's discuss that thing that really got you angry." Yeah, no, because you know, then there's that definitely person's an gonna, art. but there's that person's going to avoid the good time as much as the yeah. bad time.
2: There's definitely an art to communication and we could talk for another we, hour we, on we, that if there, we will
1: at some there, point. There's the old um what do what do you call it, the almost the meme of life of like, you know, the the wife will be like, hey, so I've been thinking and instantly yep. the bloke's like, Well fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's that's when you know you you're about to get dropped on something that they've had two weeks of thoughts and times to get their yeah. arguments together. Yeah. Yep. And you're just like, I didn't know this was a thing, but yeah, my, my, my ex-wife used to complain about my technique for dealing with it was like, all right, I don't want to talk about this. And then I would just agree with her. Yeah. And she would be like, you're a piece of shit. I'm like, yep, you're right. I am. Yep. You should, you should have done that. You're right. I should have. I'll do it now. And that made her angrier because I wouldn't fire back if that makes sense. And but it also got to the point where my agreeing with her was aggressive. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it was I was trying to, like, originally, the first time was you like, you know what, I can't win this argument. So there's no point in having it. So whatever you want, just tell me what you want and I'll do it.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of that does come down to the skills to be able to communicate effectively. Yeah. And... You know, maybe I don't want to, you know, talk too much about you and your ex-wife. Maybe hey, look,
1: I don't want to talk about too much on you and your husband, but a hell of a lot of our conversations revolve <laughs> around communications between couples.
2: And you know, you you guys probably lacked the communication skills to be able to have those discussions. We and were in kids, those... man. We started yeah.
1: we started at sixteen and ended at thirty. We gave it a good crack. We've got two kids out of it that we both love to death. Now we're both way happier now than we were together.
2: And you, and so you, you probably didn't develop. Well, you, yeah, you started. It was
1: the whole as a kid. This is how you deal with it. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, th- and then, when you're an adult, you're still doing the same shit you were doing as a kid because you haven't grown as a person so much. Like you've you've got more responsibilities, but you haven't grown as a person.
2: But also, I think because. It all started and locked in and all of those responsibilities piled onto you so young. You didn't have the space to develop I was, those skills. I
1: was two weeks before my 19th birthday when my daughter was born. Yeah,
2: So you didn't have the space to develop really those skills as an adult couple before no, you suddenly had to become at all, parents. No,
1: And she was younger than me. She was 14. No, it was 14. when, you, were date, when Sixth, you started dating. 14 when we started dating, 16 yeah. when she was just had to pregnant. put that in because Jesus what I said just before that. Hey, how was... you doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
1: That was that was a off-air conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: We've, we've <laughs> clarified that now, so yeah. that's fine. Um, so yeah, in terms of anger and dealing with discussions, it's it's communication can prevent these kind of situations in which guys yeah. feel uncomfortable to the point of lashing out. I feel yeah. so but often in people that I've dealt with that have been angry people, I feel so often that it's the discomfort of being in a situation that they're unfamiliar with that brings up the anger. This The, the people that I've dealt with in those types of reactions and situations are often in situations that are new to them. Mm. One particularly comes to mind, it was like a a big learning curve for him that I was far ahead on. Mm -hmm. And so every time I would try to explain something to him, I think that reminded him of how little he knew about what we were doing. Yeah. And that Fe- feeling inferior was yeah, not Yeah, that a good brought feeling. about the discomfort and that inferiority and the default and he he was comfortable being angry. He knew how to be angry and so that was his default and it was the control thing. He knew he could regain the control through anger from his past experiences. Yeah. And I think that's developed now uh and changed a little bit and there's been situations where i've seen that in a number of people um
1: we we, this this isn't one person we're talking about i've i've dealt with you know i've I've bumped into the blokes in the pub and have them spin around ready to tear my head off and like i'm a bigger dude i'm not Mm. intimidated by many people but I've had to go like, hey, mate, look, I know you want to fight, but I don't want to. Look, can we just – I'll buy you a beer. I'll replace the beer that you think I spilt for you. I'll buy you the next three. I don't give a shit. Just let's not do this. Let's just have a fun night. You know, like some guys go out in the search of a fight. You know, it doesn't happen so much these days because it's legality, but in the old days, you know, go out, get a fight, get a blowjob. That was a great night.
2: I remember – um, When I was doing my teaching training, talking about kids uh, and dealing with students, kids as students, that a lot of kids thrive on getting an emotional reaction out of someone. Yeah. That triggers the release of the right chemicals in the brain so that they form that Connection, yeah, uh,
1: and that any, any reaction is a good reaction.
2: Yeah, well, and then it and then it becomes that, and so there are kids that only ever as a, uh, an emotional reaction to their actions have often received anger. Yeah, and there might be kids who struggle to receive emotion positive emotional reactions. Yeah, but know that if they push the kid next to them someone's going to talk the to them the teacher is going to give them either attention or give that give them that emotional reaction and i think in the in the brain getting attention positive or negative fires very similar absolutely things. yeah and so you know you've said about guys going out looking for a fight Guys going out looking for some form of attention. connection with anybody, and
1: whether it's a right hook or a hug.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and unfortunately, the only thing that they can come to is they know that if all else fails, if they don't meet a girl or if they don't find a good mate to have a chat with, if all else fails, they can push that bloke next to the bar that's had as many beers as they have. Yeah. and get that connection, and it's a fist, Yeah, but it's still that emotional reaction that yeah. it fires those same you get, you get, chemicals. You,
1: you get that chemical reaction in your brain that is a high, and adrenaline, and yeah. cortisone. What is, what's the word I'm looking for? Not Dopamine. Cortisone. Dopamine, yeah, endorphins. Yeah. Kick, your endorphins kick in because something's happened, then your body's like, yeah, like we won that fight. We lost that fight. Either way.
2: And so what I think the issue then comes from Guys not acknowledging that that's not a good way to deal with things. Yeah. But also not then having the tools to work <laughs> yeah. out what the actual good way is.
1: I think, and this is pretty deep for where we're at at the moment, but one of the reasons I was so keen to start this podcast with you is to have those conversations that nobody has. And mm. this is and this is one of them. Like we have mates that, need this conversation
2: and... Well, that, that's why I, I brought it up as something to talk about because we have had, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, a conversation with a mate who actually brought it up and said to us, yeah, I think I need to speak someone speak to someone about my anger. Yeah. And I think we seem to be the people within our social circles... That yeah. are the people that can talk about these things. So I he think, obviously yeah. felt comfortable enough to talk to us about that thing. I think
1: the fact that we, we've put ourselves out there as not judgmental. Mm. And not and that's not a that's not a conscious thing. It's just you know, if someone if like we've I, I remember a certain guy at the club, I know he listens, I'm not gonna name him by name, but was going through a lot personally and was really struggling. Was hitting the bottle really hard. Lost, lost, lost sight of the goals, and was like, like I've got no one to talk to. And the fact that he was talking to me about the fact that he had no one to talk to mm. was his way of reaching out. And I was like, dude, just come over. We'll sit on. The, we'll sit outside and you know watch grass grow. I don't give a shit. I'd, I'd rather hear your story than hear your eulogy.
2: And I think th- that's what we want to get to in. All of this is guys knowing that if there is something that isn't working and there's not a good way of dealing with a certain situation, that there are ways that you can reach out to people, that you can find someone to bring these things up to. uh, And if something's not working for you, that there are tools for dealing with it better.
1: Yeah. I, I, I... I ride motorbikes. I started a crew of guys that ride motorbikes. So we're all, you know, the guys most people would cross the street to avoid if you looked at us, Yeah, you know. But inside that inner circle of, you know, the 20 blokes that we have, there are guys that are like, mate, I had a really bad day today. You know, hmm. like what, what do I need to do to make this better? And we, you know, like come over for a beer. Like I'll cook you a steak. We'll, you know, we'll go kick a footy in a park. We'll go, you know sit on a park bench and throw rocks at a tree, whatever you need to do to get through that situation. You know, like there's not, there's no answer. There's no magical answer that works for everybody. Like I've had my, you know, call it formal training to deal with anger, call it whatever you want. I know that when I look at somebody, there's more going on than what they're presenting, I guess is the big thing. And when you get to guys that are angry all the time, you got to not think, That guy's an asshole. You've got to go like, or why? What's what's happened in his life that's got him to that point that he doesn't realise that there's other options?
2: And I think if there is anybody listening who is in that situation where they feel like their anger is their default or that that seems to be something that they're struggling to deal with, that they're not the only one yeah, in that not. situation and that there are people out there to talk to. They Our podcasting boxes yeah. is open for anyone yeah. that wants to chat. Yeah,
1: shoot us a message. I'm happy to talk to anybody. I, I'm i up till all hours of the night. I will chat with anybody who wants to have a chat with We're me. We're
2: both up so random hours. <laughs> and so, yeah, but like, like we've said a couple of times, the, the first step is acknowledging that what's happening now isn't, working and that was the first step for you for me definitely that 30 years ago is acknowledging that uh it was getting in the way of you being able to operate be be anything i
1: i honestly thought at 14 i was counting down the days until i'd actually be in prison yep you know what i mean i was i was ready to kill people I, i was gonna be that guy that you, that's gonna stab you as soon as I look at you. I, I, that's that's mm. the path I was on, and and now I have people crying on my shoulder. And yeah, you have a mental I, health podcast. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world when you can have a guy at his lowest point just reach out and go like, I know you understand.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I tearing up a little bit here. <laughs> I um, reached a point as well where I realised that the the anger and frustration weren't useful emotions yeah they're, they're valid emotions There's valid they're, they're, and don't, i don't want us I, to get I, yeah into, i was say,
1: i don't want to discount the validity of any of this that's yeah you you're allowed to be angry i'm not saying don't be angry i'm saying yeah. how you react to that is the key
2: and i think um the anger thing anger is a totally valid emotion to have and it serves a purpose that kind of aggressive reaction evolutionarily oh, of course. serves a purpose. There's a reason it's there in our
1: yeah. genetic makeup.
2: But you've got to kind of realize when it is necessary, when yeah. it is working and when it isn't working. And it makes me think of my first ever job when I started working at Macca's. There was in the like employee handbook the 24-hour cooling-off period. If you did something shit at work... yeah that was a potentially sackable offence. Yeah. You didn't talk to a manager about it then. You went home, cooled off, and you came back the next day and talked. And often that that kind of helps you to time, acknowledge... Time, time is a great clarity. Yeah, yeah, and it helps you to acknowledge that that wasn't the right thing to do or the right way to go about it. And I think that applies to those kind of angry reactions as well, yeah. We talked about the fog, and that's
1: what. Yeah, yeah clear, and we talked clear about, the fog and come back and talk about what actually happened.
2: And we talked about that gap between action and, and reaction, react. and you can make that gap um, as big yeah. as it needs to be. I, I mentioned the mindset mentor podcast before, and I'll mention him again because I've listened to that a yeah. lot. Um, and he, his goal in his. Uh, anger management and, and negative, negative mind space was just to reduce the amount of time at over which he was angry. Yeah. So when, he, when something would happen, it would knock him out for a week. Right. And he's like, all right, well, it doesn't make sense for me to go from being angry about something for a week to not angry at all. Yeah. So his first goal was to be angry about something for five days. Yeah. Then angry about something for three days. And he still gets... He's talked about it. He still gets angry at things, but the time that is spent on it um, is significantly less than it used to be, and therefore the impact of that feeling is less.
1: I, I, I will say for the people who bulk listen to our our podcasts that next week's is most likely going to be about communication, which is the biggest key to dealing with any situation, anger yep. or anything and I'm not I'm not wrapping us up right now I'm more saying this this conversation needs to carry on to the next step and we can pick that up next week but communication is such an important part yep. of of anger like if you can if you, if someone makes you angry either intentionally or completely through something they've done that isn't intentional is the situation that I can deal with the easiest. If I, if I get angry about something that I know wasn't intentionally trying to make me angry. And I said at the start, like mm. I, I, the part of the thing of learning was people don't do stuff just to fight with you. Yeah. You know, some people do, uh, there is that difference. But if someone, if you if your first reaction is, you know, fuck that person, I want to, f- I'm going to kill them. And, and, and then you realize look, oh shit, that's, not what they were trying to do, and then you can break it down, and then you can communicate with that person. And go like, "Hey, look, I, I really didn't like what was said there," mm. and you and I have had this conversation over the years. Like we've been, yeah. we've been mates long enough that we've both pissed each other off at some yeah. point, and we've gone like, "Hey, dial it back," or "Hey, this is you said this, this, and this, and this, this, and this is my side of it," and you're like, as a, as an as an adult, I can go like, "Oh, holy shit, I didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize." Yeah that's how you took that and that's the big thing how you take something needs to be considering the other person and and that's that's a skill that's not something you're born with that's not something you just develop over time that's a skill you need to work on in every aspect of life how you understand and interpret what people are telling you and what you need to do with that information
2: yeah and i that is definitely a skill that people need to develop and communication is a part of that skill. a big part of that
1: skill, 100%.
2: And I think that I start most of my sentences in reply to you with, and I think. (laughs) I've just noticed that this week. No, no. So now I don't know how to start this
1: sentence. So. So. I do that as a teacher. So this is the next thing I'm going to throw at you. (laughs)
2: Let's talk about this. (laughs) I think we have... Talked a lot and covered quite a lot to do with anger.
1: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Look, look I realise a lot of a lot of what we do is, and a lot of what this podcast is is just two mates trying to open up the conversation. Two things that blokes aren't comfortable talking about, and we're two blokes that if we you saw us in the street, you wouldn't realise that we are mates for you know thick and thin. We yep. we we will there for each other for any situation you know there's there's it's it's just pushing that envelope and i hope somebody anybody listening to this gets something out of this that they can go like you know what they talk shit for an hour but that five seconds in the middle there that's going to resonate with me that's something that i'm going to remember for a long time
2: And we're not, yeah, we're not claiming to be experts. We're not experts. We're not
1: trained psychologists or anything like that. I'm talking through life experiences I've had as a 45 year old bloke, talking about shit that I know nobody wants to talk about.
2: Yeah. And that's the point to open the conversation. And we are there on the social media to strip it back to uh, open up that conversation. So thank you for listening. Thank you for chatting again, Jeff. Always, mate. And we we will chat during the week. Uh, we as we, we chatted for at least an hour. Do. We
1: chatted for an hour before we turned the and, microphones uh, on.
2: Then we will chat to all of you listening uh, next Monday morning. Hopefully, yeah, it is good to start your week with uh, no pants. Yeah, with no pants. Listening to us starting off on a Monday morning. Thanks for listening. This has been no pants, no problems. Cheers.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of No Pants, No Problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. If you or someone you know needs support around their mental health, there are many support services available. Check the show notes for links. This episode is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment, music composed by Shane Cole Heyhow and introduced by Matt Pankhurst. Bye for now.